Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. Hey there, it's Michael. And today I'm recording this episode of the Kintsugi Podcast, another conversation about resilience on a very cold Halloween morning, the weekend before our election day. And today I wanna talk about the US election, but not in the way the pundits do, going back and forth as to who's going to win. I don't know, I have my hopes, but rather I wanna talk about the election in terms of how we're gonna show up for each other once the votes have been casted. How do we wish to tune in to each other? But before we get there, I want to take you back to when I was growing up. I grew up in the 80s. And back then, our villain was the Soviet Union. In the US, we love a good drama triangle. We need a victim, a villain, and a hero. The US, of course, loves to play the hero. And the Soviet Union played a beautiful villain. And then the wall came down. We started looking within our borders, that maybe the villain was amongst us. And then we had 9-11 and things went back to quote unquote normal. We had an external villain in the Taliban and ISIS. But over the last several years, we started looking within that maybe the villain was in your town or maybe it was the guy in front of you in line at the grocery store because he didn't believe what you believed. We fed our addiction to being right. And we started using our differences to divide us. But here's the thing. We have so much more in common. Actually, we all do across this wonderful planet of ours. We're all in the same peloton. We have so much that can bring us together. So many similarities. But we let our tribal brain, we let the reptilian part of our brain use our very small differences to divide us. But we have an opportunity with each election to come together. Although I'm not living in the land of unicorns and rainbows and an endless supply of Skittles here on Halloween, I know that this week and the subsequent weeks will be filled with emotions because here's the, here's the fact. We are a 49 to 48 type of country. Half the people will be happy. The other half may not be. Here's another truth that in our country, we have a lot of unprocessed anger. We have a lot of unprocessed emotions. Our backpacks have gotten much heavier over the years for a variety of different reasons. There's a quote by Krista Tippett. She does the On Being podcast, which I just love. And she talks about how pain is related to anger when anger makes a public appearance. And we have a lot of anger. We have a lot of fear and anxiety in our country. We have a scarcity mindset, but it doesn't have to be that way. We can find a way to pull together, especially once this election is all over. That's our opportunity. And I hope we take advantage of it. 
I'm officially labeling November 3rd and 4th, maybe the whole week, maybe the rest of the year, perhaps, as National Pause, Breathe, and Reflect Days for the next two months. I think it's absolutely essential that we do that right now. Pause, breathe, and reflect. When I think about all the things that have impacted us in 2020, obviously COVID has taken our breath away. It attacks our respiratory system. George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, there's a common link to his breath because his breath was restricted and he lost his life. With the economy, people are holding their breath, hoping their jobs will return. The wildfires that have hit Australia and the western part of the U.S., they make it hard to breathe. And a lot of the pundits and a lot of the politicians, well, they're just filled with hot air. So we have this common link back to our breath. And I think we're going to need to tap into it more so than ever before. And then reflect. Reflect on what we're grateful for, this moment in time, where we have some opportunities that we maybe we can place our attention on what can keep us together. Maybe we can place our attention on our similarities as opposed to our differences. Because wherever, again, wherever we place our attention is where we place our energy. When I was coming out of my recovery from my last bad day cycling accident, a mentor told me, hey, Michael, all the events in your life are neutral until you label them. You get to give things meaning. Nothing has meaning until you give it meaning, which ties back nicely to Viktor Frankl's words in a man's search for meaning that between stimulus and a response, you have a space. And in that space, you have an opportunity to respond versus react. What I'm worried about is that there'll be too much reaction based on what happens with the election. But we can be more responsive. We can be more thoughtful. We can set our intentions. So this episode of the Kintsugi podcast is an invitation to be more intentional, more purposeful, to plan out how you wish to show up, how you wish to tune into things, for you to have more awareness that you get to choose how you give meaning to this election. What do you want to lead with? More fear, anxiety, and worry? If you're on the winning team, I know there's going to be a tendency to say, I'm going to spike the ball in your end zone and fingers up. It's our turn now. And that's true, I think, for both sides of the aisle. But is that really going to get us to the point where we need to get to? We can't allow the drama triangle to exist within our borders. Now, I'm not saying that we should pick another country, although there are plenty of countries that can play the villain right now for us in the United States, maybe like Russia, maybe like China, who are more of a frenemy, if you will. But certainly, we don't have to look inward to pick out a villain. That's no way to be a citizen of this country. Yes, we can have differences of opinion, but we don't necessarily have to be addicted to being right. We can have freedom, but my freedom ends when my fist hits your chin and vice versa. We can come together. And I think what we need more nowadays than ever before, and we don't like to talk about it a lot, is love. When we're hurting, and as a population, we're hurting, well, more fear, worry, anxiety, and all that gunk doesn't help us heal, doesn't help the pain go away. What helps the pain go away is love. Love can help us become more resilient. It gives us some energy to get back up again, to grab onto something. 
maybe to grab onto our breath. That's the thing we want to grab onto so we can get back up and have faith that we need to keep pedaling. So how do you wish to show up once the election is over? How do you want to give some space to recognizing the problems that we have, but also the opportunities that still exist today? How do you wish to show up for a colleague, for a friend, someone in your town that may have voted differently than you? What meaning do you want to give to this week and all the subsequent weeks of 2020? You get to write that story. We don't have to feel like the tail's wagging the dog. There's nothing resilient about that. It is what it is, is more of a victim mindset. I'd rather see us all come together with some acceptance. Hey, it's like this. We are a country divided. We are a country that has many emotions that still need to be processed. There is a lot of pain. People don't feel seen and heard, and there's a lot of hatred out there. So I don't worry about the future of our country per se. I do worry in the short term about violence because one of my values is peace, which doesn't mean that I avoid confrontation. Confrontation I can handle, but violence is something different to me. And I worry about that. So I think this is the time before all the votes are calculated and the results are known is to spend a moment reconnecting with your breath. Pause, breathe, and reflect on how you wish to show up this week, how you wish to be. There are three questions in my little blue book, and this is how I start every morning, and I offer them up to you today. I start every morning with 20 ounces of water in my big blue love glass bottle, and I ask myself these three questions. How do I wish to be? What do I wish to do? And what do I wish to have by the end of the day? So next week, post the election, how do you wish to be? I know for me, I want to be curious. I want to be compassionate. And then you can ask yourself, well, what do you wish to do? How do you wish to be that way? So the be, do, have. You start off with your intentions of how you want to show up and then do the things that those types of people do. So if you want to be compassionate, what do compassionate people do? And then have, what do you want to have more of at the end of the day, at the end of the week? For me, I want to have more hope that we can come together, that this election, although very, very difficult, we can put our weapons down and come together and start rebuilding our country and focus in on our similarities and stop using our differences to divide us. Maybe it it is coming up with a common enemy that's external. Maybe that's the way we have to do it. But I'm hoping that we have more hope. We have more confidence in the future at the end of the week. And I know at the end of the week, it's not over. This is something that we're going to have to lean into. And it's going to feel like a headwind or a sidewind as we pedal forward. But pedal forward, we must. So again, I offer you an invitation. How do you wish to be? post the election, what do you wish to do and what do you wish to have more of? And finally, on election day or the days after, I want to walk you through a little meditation, a loving kindness, a meta meditation that can help ground you. And you can replay it. Of course, don't do it if if you're driving. You can have your eyes open, eyes closed or a soft gaze. So, I want to invite you to take a deep breath in 
deep breath out. And I just want to draw your attention towards you. And I'm going to share just a couple different phrases, and I want you to repeat after me. Just in your normal breath, this nice slow inhale, nice slow exhale. And then repeat after me. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be healthy. May I be strong. Next, I want you to think of someone close to you. Someone, as we would say in our Peloton, a family, a friend, family member, a friend. And then repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be healthy. May you be strong. Next, I want you to focus in on someone in your town, maybe a neighbor, maybe someone at the post office, the grocery store, the person you see out walking every day, but you just don't know her name. And then repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be healthy. May you be strong. Next, I want you to think of someone that may have voted differently than you. You know this because you might see some of their lawn signs or you just know their political views based on what they post on Facebook. I want you to think of that person now and then repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be healthy. May you be strong. And then finally, I want you to place your attention on our country or maybe the planet. And then repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be healthy. May you be strong. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and come back to the room. Loving kindness can send this beautiful ripple. And as I mentioned earlier, right now we need more love in order to be more resilient. Like Kintsugi Art, we may break, but we can come back in a more beautiful form, scar lines and all. If you've listened to the Kintsugi podcast, you know that it's about finding our beauty in our scars, our blemishes, our wrinkles, our gray hairs, all that jazz. And I started this when COVID first hit the US. And certainly over the last several years, we've had many injuries, emotional and physical. We have some scars. We have more blemishes today than say 10 years ago. But those scars can represent a story that we're resilient as a country, that we find a way to come together despite our differences. And this is a moment to do just that. 
to find beauty in our blemishes and scars and wrinkles and gray hairs and all of that. That sometimes our greatest growth comes from our hardest struggle. I know that, you know, via my last bad day, that that was the hardest thing I've ever gone through, but it gave me the most growth, changed me who I I am as a person. It helped me write a new script. And this is a moment in time where we can write a new script if we choose to. If we pause, breathe, and reflect long enough so we can see the neutrality in all of the events in our lives, that we have some agency. We give things meaning, and we get to choose the meaning of this moment, and we get to choose our weather. We create our own weather based on how we show up. So I'm hoping that we all show up for each other. We tune in and show up and we create the weather and connection that is woven together by love. So this week, remember to pause, breathe, and reflect. It's national, unofficially, national pause, breathe, and reflect week. Step into this moment and just reconnect with your breath. And see the similarities that we all have in each other and not our differences. Thanks again for always listening to the Kintsugi podcast and subscribing and leaving a comment. Until next week, I hope you pause, breathe and reflect. And of course, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you then.